Welcome to the ETAP Podcast, a service of the American Association of State Highway and Transportation Officials. Each month, we'll provide information and insight into environmental issues important to state transportation officials. Thanks so much for joining us for our first episode of 2021. I'm Bernie Wagenblast. Today's ETAP podcast is going to focus on the Transportation Research Board's annual meeting, taking place throughout the month of January. Each year, TRB, whose mission is to promote innovation and progress in transportation through research, convenes well over 10,000 transportation professionals in Washington, D.C. Many more are expected to join this year, as TRB has shifted to a virtual meeting due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. This year's meeting will be the 100th TRB annual meeting and will focus on the theme of launching a new century of mobility and quality of life. The program covers all transportation modes and addresses a broad range of topics, including dozens of sessions on how COVID-19 has affected transportation and how transportation professionals and researchers are responding. Joining us to discuss the 100th TRB annual meeting is Martin Palmer, Engineering Services Manager at Washington State DOT and co-chair of TRB's Standing Committee on Environmental Analysis and Ecology. Martin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. We mentioned, of course, this being the 100th TRB annual meeting, and this is the first annual meeting, obviously, that is a, a virtual annual meeting. How have you navigated that during the planning process, and what can the attendees expect as far as this year's TRB annual meeting? Well, it should be pretty interesting, as you pointed out, very different. This is the first time that there's ever been a virtual meeting. It was actually planned in a very short period of time. A lot of the committee chairs didn't have direct input to that process, but we got to put in our two cents along the way. It's going to be very different in the sense that, as you pointed out, there's a potential for more participants. So likewise, because there's more participants and it's all virtual, unfortunately, we're going to have fewer sessions than we would. If it were at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center in Washington, D.C., we would have close to 14,000 people attending. Uh, this particular one may have more, but we've got far fewer sessions. Even though there are fewer sessions, I think you'll find more of the ones that are going to be the high participant sessions. The nice thing about it being virtual is when you walk into a packed room that's already at capacity, you don't have to worry about being turned away. <laughs> so the nice thing is you've always got a seat. Expect some glitches because TRB is trying to do a fantastic job. But this is really from the time that they determined it was going to be online to when it's delivered is about six months period of time to revamp the entire program, to get people on board, to get the recordings done and everything else. You know, expect some glitches to come up and there'll be a little bit less of an opportunity to ask some questions. So you might be paying more attention to following through with some of the lecturers at these sessions rather than necessarily being able to ask your questions. But I, I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll be a new format. I think we've all been doing this for about nine or 10 months where we're meeting virtually. So I think it'll all work out. No doubt about it. It's, it is certainly going to be a new experience. Now, 
At last year's annual meeting, TRB rolled out a strategic realignment of the committees, and including the one that you co-chair, the Standing Committee on Environmental Analysis and Ecology. Tell us a bit about some of the changes to your committee and some of the other environment-related committees. Well, overall, what happened with TRB is they sort of revamped things because every so often since they've been around since 1920, things have changed. I mean, you wouldn't have thought about the environment in 1940s. So as things gone on, TRB has had to change its structure and some of the focus of the committees. And this is just a natural consequence of some of the changes that have come up recently. So some of the global things have been where design and construction have merged with preservation now. Safety and operations used to be separate, so now they're together. Uh, sustainability and resilience, which is very important, is a new group. And we have a new section on transportation and society. So those are some of the global changes. Overall, some committees sunset, some committees merged like my committee merged. Other committees remain unchanged, and there's actually a few new committees that came out of it. There was close to 240 committees before. There's still over 200 committees for the environmental section. It really hasn't changed all that much. There were kind of three changes in the environmental section. There's 15 committees overall that make up that group. And within that group, uh, my committee merged with ecology. So in 2006, ecology used to be a task force under environmental analysis. They became their own committee at that time. Now they're merged back with us. So we merged them without missing any of the attributes. So we merged without losing any of the mission that ecology had. So we've got a broad mission. Other committees, air quality merged with greenhouse gas emissions. And we now have a new committee that's covering extreme weather and climate. So those are the changes. Uh, hydraulics, law, noise and vibration, uh, historical preservation, archaeology, as well as energy all remained unchanged. One of the things TRB is known for is that encompasses all modes of transportation. With these environmental considerations that you're involved with, does that too cover all different modes of transportation or are there divisions for some focusing more on highways, others on transit, et cetera? There are different committees that focus on different modes. For instance, you won't find us dealing with aviation, but there is an environment in aviation as there are in marine. But there are some places where we cross over. For instance, the ecology side of my committee now deals with transport of some of those invasive species in waterways. So there'll be a little bit of overlap there's oftentimes a clear modal separation. What are some of the hottest topics that are on the agenda for your committee this year? One of the biggest things is the change in the administration. So I think one of the big things will be for us to kind of get ahead of the game. Uh, certainly things were going in a particular direction under the present administration. As we transition to another administration, I expect there's going to be some more changes, probably in some cases coming back to where we were, but maybe going into a new direction. Anybody's speculation, the big things were the new NEPA regulations, 
which changed how we looked at environmental impacts, such as secondary and cumulative impacts, that may or may not go back. Uh, we also had kind of a revisioning of how we look at the Endangered Species Act and other similar acts and how we go to enforce them. And certainly public involvement was curtailed in some of the CEQ regulations. So I would expect some of those to kind of return or change, but it will take a little while for this administration to get in place and move forward. I think one of the other things that's particular to my committee, and one of the things that just happens with the strategic realignment is that there are joint subcommittees. So between two committees, as we had between ecology and safety, we had a group that dealt with animal vehicle collisions. Well, because that safety group merged with another committee, that joint subcommittee got terminated. So now we're working with local roads to reestablish the animal vehicle collisions subcommittee. And I think you will find a lot of processes like that working its way through this year, as well as just the different changes that are going to come with this new administration. With the TRB annual meeting happening during the same month that there is a change of presidential administrations, I'm curious, is there an opportunity for TRB as a whole or the committees in particular to provide input to the incoming administration as to things that they feel are important or maybe should be highlighted? Or is it more uh, an opportunity for the incoming administration perhaps to provide TRB with some input as to what their priorities are? Well, TRB really isn't a political entity in the sense that we don't shape policy, but we're more of a research branch to Congress. And so with the National Academy of Sciences, you have science, engineering, and medicine. The Transportation Research Board is part of science. So when there is a need, um, the states, Congress, the president can come to the National Academy of Sciences and ask for certain research or look at certain research. Certainly, we work with groups such as AASHTO, and we look at what's necessary for the practitioners given the overall environment of how we develop, construct, and maintain projects. So there's that subtext that's going on as well. But we don't we don't really offer an opinion on anything. You talked a bit about some of the issues that are going to be coming up in front of the environmental-related committees. What are some of the other sessions that you think attendees won't want to miss when it comes to this year's annual meeting? Environmental is near and dear to my heart. So there are some, I think, very good sessions that are going to go on. There's uh, greenhouse gas emissions and air quality management, which is a workshop there's going to be the animal vehicle collision workshop. I'm shamelessly promoting my own committee. <laughs> it's a good workshop, and I think it's an important topic. There's climate performance on roadway foundations, which is a little bit more on the engineering side, um, but it's one of those that are environmental. There's the including weather and climate into transportation decision-making. There's collection and analysis of data on reducing environmental conflicts in transportation. That's a lectern session. And the last one that we're doing, and it's one that we're doing with transportation law, is with 
NEPA implications on CEQ's final regulations. And so that will be one that we had put on before. It's one that we had kind of speculated a little bit earlier in this interview. And it would be kind of interesting to see what law professionals are looking at when we're looking at the possibilities coming up into the future. There's a, a few that I like that have come up on public involvement. Some new things on materials that are used in roadway foundations, getting more to the engineering side. Some good sessions that I've seen as far as bridge and structures go as well. So I, I think it'll be a good meeting overall. And because it is competitive, I think you'll be seeing the best of the best. Looking ahead at 2021, what types of policy changes or updates do you think we might see from our federal partners? I think they'll try to gauge the temperature of this administration on where to go for how they interpret their regulations and how those regulations are going to be implemented. And there are some things like the one federal decision that was from the past administration, but really wasn't anything that couldn't already be done under NEPA. Some of those things may persist. Partnerships may be increased. I think certainly everybody with the economic situation will be looking at how to make things the most efficient and effective as they can. I think they'll be a little bit more geared toward protection of the environment than perhaps it has been in the last few years. That This administration may be a little bit more friendly toward how we implement the environmental regulations and about environmental protection instead of kind of gone by the wayside in the last few years. I think it's just a matter of seeing what the administration wants to achieve, what cabinet members are in place, and then how states can move forward in being able to move the transportation projects forward. There are 16 states that have state environmental policy acts, and Washington is one of them where I don't expect that there's going to be a lot of change in how we interpret things here and what we do for our projects. But certainly there's 34 more states that don't have that that may be affected in some way. Sticking with 2021 and what's going to be happening in the new year, tell me a bit about some of the top priorities for your committee. Definitely, I think we're going to want to get our hands around the NEPA process and whether or not this is going to change. With the changes of cabinet members and administration, there's going to be changes of interpretation of regulation, how those regulations are implemented, and what requirements are necessary for that. So our job is really to look at those cutting-edge issues and to stay ahead of the game, which I think will be the hardest thing for us to do, because we're not going to do the practitioners any good out in the field. And we're certainly not going to come up with good research in time. And research is our middle name at TRB. So we're really going to have to get the lead on that, get other people's ideas and concepts, work on joint research efforts, and do the best we can to disseminate everything to states and other practitioners so that we can, as efficiently and effectively as possible, implement these transportation programs, which right now are starved for cash because a lot of states rely on gas tax money, and it's just not there. Beyond the annual meeting, there are other opportunities for state DOT folks to uh, get involved with the committee throughout the year. Tell us a bit how they might get involved, if you would. 
first thing I would always tell anybody is get involved as a friend. Um, whether it's my committee, any committee, go into TRB, set up a profile under my TRB, and become a friend of the committees that you're interested in. Then get involved in their work. We need good minds. We need good ideas. And the best way for that is for people to get involved. We would really love to come up with joint research statements with any state, local, federal agency. Take that research from concept to funding and implementation because research doesn't do any good if it's just sitting in the database someplace. We really kind of need to get that out, get it funded, and see where it goes. We've got presentations. This winter meeting is one example. The summer meeting coming up that will be another virtual one that my committee has. Those are open for sessions that we would like to see some outside presenters on some of the relevant topics at these meetings. Webinars are available throughout the year. Usually there's a call twice a year for webinars, but they occur throughout the year. And we would love to be able to have other partners to be able to bring those in, especially one that they feel are relevant to their particular group, whether that's a federal resource agency or state transportation agency. We have articles for our newsletters and the blog page on our website, as well as others, but it's another avenue to be able to get information out. And we would really love and appreciate people who can pull together some of the articles and, and get them in. It's just, like I said, another great way of being able to disseminate the information to folks. And Twitter feeds. I'm not a big one into Twitter, even though I do the Twitter account for the environmental analysis side. But Twitter's great because if, let's say, for instance, if somebody comes up with a great article and we have it in our newsletter, we have it on our blog page, or it's linked to another web page, uh, we can disseminate that information through the Twitter feed. And we have two Twitter feeds, one for the environmental analysis side, as well as one on the ecology side. So those are six different ways that people can get involved with the committee and, in fact, any committee with TRB. Well, one of the advantages of this year's meeting being virtual is folks don't have to worry about uh, making transportation reservations or hotel reservations. So even at this late date, tell us how people can register for the TRB annual meeting, please, Martin. It's pretty simple. If you just type in trb.org, you will be taken to TRB's main page. There's two ways to be able to look at the annual meeting to be able to register for it. One way is in their subheadings, there's a section that says events. Go to that, and among the events, there'll be the annual meeting. You can click on that and get read the text to the links, and it'll take you to the online program. The other way is to scroll down that same first page on their website, and on the left-hand side, it will say annual meeting, online program, and registration. You can go there, take you to the same place, and you can go ahead and register. Registration is free if you're from a sponsoring organization. For instance, I'm with the Washington State Department of Transportation. We sponsor TRB, so registration for our employees is free. And there are certainly other contributing organizations. Otherwise, you can go in, register. If you don't feel like going to any of the lectern sessions, 
as we talked about ways of getting involved, go to the committee meetings. You'll still have to register, but it's at no cost if you just want to go to the committee meetings or other meeting events. You just can't go to the workshops, lectern, and poster sessions. Well, it certainly sounds like there's a lot of interesting things to look forward to with this year's TRB annual meeting. And I want to remind folks that we've been talking with Martin Palmer, Engineering Services Manager at Washington State DOT. He's also the co-chair of TRB's Standing Committee on Environmental Analysis and Ecology. Martin, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us and all the best at this year's TRB meeting. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me and hope to see you all at the TRB meeting.